When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio. Morning, guys. What up? Happy start to the week. Yeah, that's right. Such a such a sportsing weekend. Yeah, man. Lots of sports going on this weekend, this past weekend. What's going you on, Key? Good, you in a good space this morning, Key? You in a good space? Man, I'm always in a good space. I okay, don't, baby. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no negativity. You, you feel me, though, Jay? Everything is always peaceful, man, and nice and calm, you know, and, and everything. And in fact, I was having uh, lunch this weekend, and some people. Uh, Surprised it's over. It, it was your son's birthday, right? I saw the Jays. Those are fresh. Too. He started oh, at yeah, lunch no, on, on Friday afternoon. He finished lunch, was, like just now. No, yeah, basically, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the people walked up to me and, and, and told me to let both of you know. They said some words that I can't necessarily say on television, but you guys could kind of fill in the blanks. It had a lot to do with poking fun at the California lifestyle and smoothies and kale and spinach and avocado <laughs> and whatnot. And so That's you not know, they, they wanted me to let they wanted me to, to let you know if you guys would ever take part in enjoying such a great breakfast with smoothies and whatnot, your minds would be much clearer mm. in the morning as you talk on the radio and television. That's it, what they that's what they told me, but they told me in a different way. Would it make me drink uh from water bottles like you do? Because if so, um, I don't want I don't want it. Jay. <laughs> I I what? I just don't he, want kale. I, I wouldn't have gone and, and also <laughs> grow up. I wouldn't have gone I didn't with water do bottles. it to you though. That was Jerry. I didn't yeah, do it continue. to you. Jerry's done. No, you don't even have to Jerry's not working with us anymore. He's not with us say, anymore. I didn't say all that. All I said is he's done. <laughs> Key said, <laughs> I don't want to see him here on Monday. And sure enough, where's Jerry? Jerry? Is Jerry, no, no, is Jerry with us today? I can't confirm nor deny if Jerry's with us today. Does Jerry oh, still work good. on this show? This is not good. This is Key removing somebody every, from the show. Every, every now and then, people like New are very smart. They don't stick their nose in other people's business, Jay. Yeah, that's All what you got to do. You start, you start drinking kale smoothies, you turn around, you're holding a pig in the, in, in the Caribbean Sea at some point. I don't know what, what happens. Key, you're like the black mafia. I ain't messing with you. Ain't nobody messing with you. They got to me, Max. They got to you. Oh, they got their hands on you early. They got their hands oh, on man. you early. Decades I don't ago. know what it was. I did something this weekend. What was it, Max? I did something this weekend, and I sent. I said they got me, Max. Yeah, it was no, the, no, oh, it, it was. was. The, no, it was no, no, I know what it was. Car, I know what it was. Like I know what it, it was. A little no. dog in the. It, it, me and, yeah. me and, that's right. Me and Vance went to to lunch on Saturday. That's what it was, and we were we we're watching the sun. Yeah, that's the what it was. Watching dog, the sun's baby dog game. in the stroller. Yeah, what yeah, the it was the dog in the stroller. <laughs> I said, Keith, what? the guy says, I can't with the L.A. stuff. I can't. I was like, I, what I is can't. that, an Audi, a Mercedes? What is that? <laughs> what is that? Is it even like no, I've, seen it. I've seen it a bunch. But, you know, when you sitting out, me and my youngest son, so we just decided, hey, man, let's go just chill together. So we went out and enjoyed the, the great weather. It was the great breeze, the whole deal. So we sitting out on the patio eating. And all of a sudden, I'm, you know, I'm, I could see the lady coming. 
you know, my eyes go because it's a crowd of people, you know. But then I, as she get closer, she got the buggy and there's a damn dog in there. <laughs> That's all I can do. I broke up my phone. It took a little snapshot of it. It's like, oh, man. And this is why these dudes don't get off my back. People like yeah. that. Like that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So a dog hit it strong. Not, 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 <laughs> not a dog baby, a not a little That's kid. That's like a little dog car, man. That's yeah. for real. The dog had the dog had a the whole little, thing. Little, little the window was half ball. down, arm hanging out, the whole thing. <laughs> Shades Listen, on. Shades on. And that, and no that lunch, that lunch that I had last the entire game. Yeah, I mean, this Sons also the that's the other thing. Keys it was the entire lunch from, game. From like 11 a.m. to like it 7 p.m. It was an 11.30 lunch from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. <laughs> So I, I had Jay, I had your voice ringing in my ears all weekend. Because Jay said, Key, when we're talking about Sacramento and Golden State, when Dre got ejected and then suspended for game three, you know, my thought was, oh, this, there goes the series, man. They're, like, they need this game three win at home so bad. It's must win for the Warriors. Jay said, not so fast. This is what Jay said at Wednesday at seven, last Wednesday, 7.09 a.m. Listen to this. Can I tell you something? A lot of people are going to say game three for Golden State is a must win, and that's wrong. Game three for Sacramento is a must win. You have to get this game without Draymond Green being on the court. I feel as if if Sac loses this game without Draymond Green and they find a way to win for Golden State and then Draymond Green comes back, I will favor Golden State in that series. Yeah, that, that, I, I agree with Jay. Yeah. I'm glad I said that. And the reason I did, Jay. No, could you explain what we were thinking? Well, no Draymond Green in game three. And I, I, I give Draymond Green a, a lot of credit. I mean, he is – Steph went off. But Dre's defensive abilities down the stretch, that block, the ability to switch. Like um, the last play of the game when Harrison mm-hmm. Barnes comes up for a screen to get the ISO on Steph Curry for De'Aaron Fox, the clutch player of the year. You want the ball in De'Aaron Fox's hands. Draymond's ability, who's guarding De'Aaron Fox as a primary defender, to come back and double-team De'Aaron Fox, to strip the ball, to cause a couple of seconds to come off the clock. Like, those are the little plays. And, look, you live or die with Harrison Barnes getting a good look. Steph tries to contest. But that help scenario is what won them the game. It's little things like that by Draymond. He is a master of detail, Key. And... You understand how important it is for him to be on the floor because of the little things that he – even his ability to come off the bench. Kevon Looney, you had 20 rebounds, nine assists in game three. I'll easily come off the bench. Keep playing that way because we can't have two non-shooters on the floor. How do we stagger those minutes? Um, you get better performances out of guys like uh, you know Kevon Looney who play well, and then you get Jordan Poole who plays well. Just But Draymond Green comes back to doing the little things key to help you win these type of games. And now, you know, they're 11-30 on the road, but you got to get two out of three on the road. There you go. Or find a way to get two out of three of the next three. Yeah, it puts it puts the pressure back. Well, first of all, it's even again. And if you would have gone up 3-1, let's say you go up 3-1, you get that, that you know, you give one to Golden State at home, but you, you get the one – where Draymond was at, out, you get that. When you go home, you feel a whole lot better. When you go home and you 2-2 and you were up 2-0, now everything is tight. You can't shoot a BB out. And hey, then Key, when you lean got to the mic a little bit, man. It's hard to hear. Really? Yeah, for man, me I, at I, least. Mike is, 
I'm a, the mic is next to my mouth. What you want? To, come on now. <laughs> Can you hear me better now? Yes. Yeah, that's better. That's okay. Better. So you you go home and you 2-2 two, two, when you could have possibly been 3-1. It, it makes things tighter. It makes things uneasy. Now you feel different about it. But Draymond Green came back and played the way he's supposed to. 12 points, 10 boards, 7 assists. But beside the box scores, it's defensive things that he did, the energy that he brings, being able to set the table, like Jay said, at the end of that game, forcing the ball out of Fox's hands and into Barnes' hands, that's key right there. Then you knock down threes and wide-open threes. You, When everybody was saying, hey, he lost that shot, he's not the same guy that he was shooting the basketball several years ago. Well, yesterday he played pretty good offensively. He passed the ball well. He just did things the way you're supposed to do it. And I think because he was in a calm manner, Jay, from where he was, the game that he got ejected or the games before, this is almost like the ejection and the suspension gave him a new life for the next several games for the Warriors, and they should be happy about that now. Jay, I have a question. Is it fair to say, like I think obviously in terms of narratives and storytelling with this stuff, it – so Dre goes from, oh, my God, Draymond, just like in 16, you can't control yourself, and now you just cost your team defending the title. You're going to get knocked out in the first round. Does he go from that to what you mentioned on that defensive play at the end? Don't let the clutch player of the year, De'Aaron Fox, beat you. Force Harrison Barnes to beat you. Harrison Barnes gets a good look but misses the shot. Instead of down 3-1 on the road where they – have hardly won this year. It's a 2-2 series. Is it fair to say that Draymond goes from, oh my God, the reason they're going to not get out of the first round to the reason that they advance? Yes. Just like that. It's the hate-love relationship, right? Because the momentum swings and everybody played their asses off in game three, right? They, Kevon Looney played to a different level and then you get Dre back. Look, Draymond Green is a critical piece. Once again, we'll see how that narrative continues to build, Max, on whether he gets extended or not and how Joe Lakeup looks at the salary cap and going over that. But there, there are two things that I'm wondering about for the Sacramento Kings. Number one, Mike Brown, why are we calling a timeout during the last critical stretch? And I know you have a younger team, but it almost feels as if if the game was in a fury, you'd much rather have the ball in De'Aaron Fox's hand with – with uh, Golden State backpedaling, not having a chance to reset defensively to get that switch, right? Uh, Just let it be chaotic and let De'Aaron Fox, your young pup, figure it out because he had 38 points in the game, right? Just make them play frantically, make them react to De'Aaron Fox. He just hit such a clutch shot right before that, right? The game, like that last, the second to last possession, you make a stop there, the game's basically over. And he hits the three to bring it to within a point. (laughs) I mean, these are all good points, Yaron Fox, meantime, Jay, something happened. Sometimes, this has been the case throughout the whole dynasty, sometimes the Warriors, and I get it's hard to separate out, they, they play loose a lot of the time, and that's the reason the offense flows. But sometimes it feels a little careless to me toward the end of games sometimes, right? Steph and them. Well, also you got the inexperience of Sacramento in those games, right? Playoff games. Steph Curry did something last night we have to get into coming up. He did something that is surprising for a player of his experience. And, and then also, what we later learned, surprising from Steve Kerr's point of view, to not make his team aware. Is it fair to say one of the greatest players of all time almost cost his team these entire playoffs? 
888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, your podcast. We're on ESPN 2 till 8 a.m. ESPNU, all four hours till 10 a.m. So I was talking about narratives and how Dre goes from villain. He can't control himself. That's his fatal flaw. That's the problem with his dynasty that would have won in 16, but he couldn't control himself. Now they're going to get bumped in the first round, can't control himself, to hero. His defensive ability, his willingness to come off the bench, his defensive ability, switching and all that, enables them to get the hands, the ball out of the hands of De'Aaron Fox and into Harrison Barnes. By the way, on this podcast, he also made sure to tell the world that he was the one that told Steve Kerr to make sure yeah, that he, he comes off Kerr. the bench. Yeah, yeah, it's his idea. Still, by the way, that stuff comes out. Yeah, yeah. But still, he goes from villain to hero. Steph Curry, it's so funny, a game of inches and how stories change. Harrison Barnes 3 goes in, and they wind up going up 3-1 and heading back home, the Sacramento Kings do. Oh, this move by Steph Curry would, would have a larger significance. Steph called the timeout when they didn't have any timeouts. He pulled to Chris Webber. Called the timeout when they didn't have any timeouts left. Jay? It, it, it wasn't like Chris Webber. I think the two situations are very different. Because this one, I, I, I think it was they had a count on how many timeouts that they had. But then Steve Curry challenged the Kavon Looney and lost screen him. on Malik Monk, which it was a moving screen. And they lost a timeout, so there was lack of communication on whether they had any timeouts left or not. So that, that's where the miscommunication came in. So it was, a, it was it, Steph thought one thing because of the count. Yes, right. He he didn't realize that they lost it. They challenged. The they challenged. Yeah, they challenged. Yeah, he it, didn't so realize he probably was drinking water, wasn't paying attention, and then all of a sudden they lost. Apparently, count. Steve Curtin communicated though. Is that that's the latest I read this morning was Steve Curtin communicated to them. That, no, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. probably wasn't paying attention to it, right? And at the end, once that happened, it kind of just they went back on the court to play. There's so much goes on in in games, Jay, as you know, with it, you can lose so much in terms of communication but, breakdowns. But key, typically in those situations like when you have timeouts or, you know, 
there's a timeout every TV timeout, right? So typically yeah. coaches or the assistant coaches go over what the timeout count is. And they say, all right, guys, remember, we have no timeouts. We lost that on the challenge. Zero timeouts. Usually, you know, teammates and assistant coaches echo those commands. That's what they call it in basketball, right? Uh, just echoing commands. So I just don't know why that wasn't shared. That's a blunder on their part for sure because typically Steph, who has a very high basketball IQ, would know things like that. Almost cost them because you wind up. Because then De'Aaron Fox makes that three. It's a one-point game. But also, can I – we talk about the Mike Brown timeout. Nothing like a score and a possession in the sport where you get the ball back too. Yeah, Key, we talk about the Mike Brown timeout and how it would have probably been more beneficial for them not to call the timeout, mm-hmm. to play a little bit more chaotically so the ball could be in De'Aaron Fox's hands. But one of the things I hate, though, is first off, I don't even need the screen. I don't even need the screen. Harrison Barnes, stay the hell out of the way. I got Draymond Green. I'm shooting like 48% from the midi, from the mid-range. So let me get in my bag and get – because Draymond's going to play game. off. It's a one-point right? game. Draymond's going to play off. Let me have him in ISO one-on-one. And, and then secondly, why, why – it drives me crazy. You're down one. Why are teams and players taking threes, yo? Get to the midi or get to the rack. Get fouled. Like, <laughs> stop taking a three when you're down one. You need a two, not but a three. You want to hear Steve Kerr the on, was on the issue, though, right there. Though, right I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Wait, let's, let's Don't back even up. bring the screen right. up here. Harrison, but, stay but, your ass away. I got it. But I but, got it. But if he was going to force him into the double, though, that's what Draymond did. He forced him into the double. Because he screened, now, Key. Yeah, without Harrison a screen, Barnes came up okay. and screened. I'm trying to tell you, flatten, flatten the layout. He's, there's, four, 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 get away from on the baseline. Yeah, stay away. I got it. Even when he put the ball in his hands initially, I, all, I immediately thought that Draymond was going to slide up at, right at the gate. Yeah. You know well, what, see I'm, what saying? I'm saying? Look how, look how high Harrison Barnes and Malink Monk are. They're free throw line extended on the court. So when you do that, those defenders can sit in those gaps. So now all of a sudden I'm seeing three players instead of one. What I'm trying to tell you, Key, is put everybody on the baseline. Flatten everybody out. Give me two bigs on the blocks and then two wings all the way down in the corner where that baseline meets the sideline. And so everybody flatten just, it out. Just Watch. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Watch and learn. Game. Clear it out the way. Watch yeah. and learn. Yeah. Clutch player of the year. My ball, my time. I hate to bring it up in 2016 because that, that's like an epic series where Golden State collapsed at the end. Harrison Barnes could not hit a shot in that series. Like he has not always performed great on the biggest stages and this is a pretty big stage for Sacramento here. Barnes is a good player. I'm not trying to say he's not, but don't you feel like Sacramento was, was like the young version of Golden State? In a though? way, yes. Like That's they're, why they're, they're mirroring yes. each other. Space and pace, hitting threes and pushing the pace. And like yep. they're their most efficient scoring team in the league. De'Aaron Fox is I mean he was barking with Draymond Green in the first half. Like him coming into his own Malik Monk Right, like they have the pieces. You have the older veteran piece, like Harrison Barnes, like Iggy. You know, you have a lot of those similarities, man. hundred uh, percent. By the way, you want to hear, guys? You want to go back and hear Steve Kerr? I know we kind of went past it because because Jay, you went back into the play, which is interesting. But you want to hear Steve Kerr mm-hmm. talking about communicating with Steph on the timeout? Mm-hmm. Right, here's Coach after the game. One hundred percent, my my fault. I knew we didn't have any timeouts left. Uh, we took the challenge. And when we, the challenge was unsuccessful, um, as we were exiting the, the huddle, that's on me. I gotta, I've got to remind the guys we're, we're out of timeouts. I didn't say that, and so Steph wasn't aware. So that's, that's on me for not making that clear. That's what I was talking about. Like, typically, coaches or 
you know, if Steve Kerr is so lost in that game, that's where his assistant coaches have to have that responsibility to echo what the timeout situation is. There is one assistant coach dedicated each game to keep track of timeouts. Like, you know, the kicker has Jay, one job. Do you think, yeah, that's that's what the assistant coach, one job. Do you think if he was if you think if he was closer to the bench on the inbound, he was dribbling that that it would have changed anything? They would have saw him get trapped and said like, "We don't have any timeouts. We don't have any timeouts." If he was over there on their side, no, you think it would have made a difference. No, because when you're in the game, man, you're just lost in the sauce. Like that stuff has to be reminded when you're at a calm and a still, and mm. those are typically at timeouts. Steph Steve Kerr's about. face, but Steve Kerr's face right there indicated as if he knew there was no timeouts. Like, look at what – it's like – he did. He just forgot to communicate. Right? He knew there was no timeouts. So he's like, oh, no. Why would you do that? Well, he didn't realize at at that moment. But did he he realize that he didn't tell him? Yeah. Unless he's covering for him, which is possible too, right? Like, a good coach is going to take the hit. That's true. Hey, Steph talked about calling the timeout when they didn't have any left after the game. I knew we I, I knew we challenged, but I didn't realize when we lost the challenge that we didn't have any timeouts left. Um, I know Coach mentioned um, he took the blame for it. As I ain't going to lie. I thought it was the smartest play in the world. Uh, when I got the ball, turned around, saw a trap, realized there was no real outlets instead of turning it over. It's kind of the, uh, the heady play, but it turned out not to be. I looked over at the bench, and everybody was shaking their head. <laughs> <clears throat> so it was an unfortunate situation in that respect, but good learning lesson. Thankfully, we, we came away with the win, but good learning lesson on how important all those details are. <laughs> Shaking the head at him, Jay. I know he, at that moment, though, he's probably like, damn. Uh, well, like I, I was just talking to Yates about this. I, I also don't know why Steve Kerr challenged that, that screen by Kevon Looney. It was an obvious moving screen. It was obvious. It was just like in a critical game like that. Why even challenge that play? You know, I mentioned before how Barnes has not always had the best moments in the big, on the biggest stages. Harrison Barnes now for the Sacramento Kings, but even when he was on Golden State. However, entering Sunday, when you talk about just clear out and don't even be anywhere near him so you can't switch, right? Like, let, him, let, let Steph do his thing. Entering Sunday... Harrison Barnes was actually 7 of 16. That's 44% on go-ahead shots inside the final five seconds of the fourth quarter or overtime in his career, Jay. Fine. Including, that's including the regular season and playoffs. So it's like clutch time, right? Mm-hmm. That's the best field goal percentage on those shots by any player since play-by-play was first tracked 96-97, as long as you have at least 15 field goal attempts. So, so – you know the only other player, even at 40% in those moments for his career since 96-97, entering Sunday? Or Who? Michael Jordan. That's okay. I'll take Harrison Barnes all day long over De'Aaron Fox. For sure. Yeah. But it's not like they had reason to believe that it's okay, we got Harrison Barnes, and he had had a nice, clean look. It was a calculated guess, man, by, yeah. by Draymond. It paid off. You're saying but, look, a- but, Jake, I was, just, I was watching a video right there. It looked like, and you could tell me, it looked like he, he because he's left-handed, they knew that his dominant side, right, they're going to push him that way. Like Steph was deliberately pushing him to the double because he's staying on his top shoulder. Now you tell me from a basketball technical standpoint, is that right or wrong? Well, yeah, he was pushing him towards Draymond Green. He pushed him towards Draymond. Yeah. And, and then Draymond's going to slide up knowing that they're going to kick it to Barnes. I mean, look, Harrison Barnes, got a, he got a good look. 
At the end of the day, though, if you're asking anybody they that knows that. Yeah. the personnel on these teams, yeah, I much out of the three, out yes. of the three, I much rather have Harrison Barnes take that shot more so than Malik Monk on the catch and shoot or the ball in the hands of De'Aaron Fox, who is so the clutch player of the year. So that's all scouting, then. That's that's down to Steph the- Curry knowing, Draymond knowing, and whoever sets their defense and designs their defense knowing. This is what we need to do in this situation. I think it was more just a read and react and a feel mm. for the game. Yeah, but the defense, the bottom line is the Golden State defense got the guy shooting the shot they wanted at the end of the game against them, and they could, if, if it goes in, oh well. But that, the defense got the thing. They did the thing they were trying to do, and they won the game, and now it's knotted up going on the road. See, that's just like if Jay had the ball, they forced him to me, then I'd give it up, and then they – Say we'll live and die with Max shooting the layup. <laughs> I think, no, no, I Keith, think they'll Keith, live and Keith, we'll die. Keith, <laughs> layup. Keith yeah. Max would not be on the court. <laughs> How dare you? After we, after the three of us won the the two no, on two it challenge, was a two on two challenge. But the three, three, of three of us won. <laughs> We're a team. You're the coach, so, Max. Let's not. Ooh, I kind of like that. Yeah. I like the being the owner better than the coach. No, you're the coach. Damn. Dylan Brooks was ejected, but according to him, it was not his fault. A lot of ref. Fishing issues in, the, in this postseason. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. A lot of issues with the officials this postseason in the NBA. Are they deciding games? Are they throwing guys out too fast? Other guys letting MB get away with something? And then does Harden pay the price later in the game? And should Draymond have been suspended in addition to ejected? Well, now Dylan Brooks... If I had to say, you guys, if you had to say that there was a bad guy in the NBA right now, who would it be? Who's the guy everyone loves to hate now? It seems to me it's Dylan Brooks. Draymond. No, I think it's Dylan Brooks. The thing with Draymond, though, is he got four chips. So at the end of the day, he's like, you can hate all you want. Look. I mean, what is Dylan? I mean, Dylan Brooks has made a name for himself, but it, it's probably just Dylan Brooks. Yeah, he's, he's notorious. He, he's got notoriety. It's not just that he's known now. He's known for a bad thing. Key, when you chirp like that and your stat line is seven points, two rebounds, zero assists, 23% shooting from the field, and one ejection. <laughs> what I tell you last week, What though, you going to do? The first thing I said, LeBron ain't got to say none of that dude, man. You, come on. I don't even need to have a conversation about you at all. Everybody knows what you are. Everybody knows what I am. At the end of the day, you know, when you – when you usually, though, Jay, guys like Dylan Brooks, they game really don't match their mouth, no matter what sport it is. Dudes that just be, like, acting like that, they don't really get down that way. Yo, but Key, real talk, I'm going to tell you something. Like, 
if you ever watch Dylan Brooks shoot, it pains me sometimes. Like, it pains me. Because, like, it, it, here, pull the camera back on me, though. Because you can see, like, most players, when they shoot, the ball stays here in their pocket, right? It goes up like this. This dude brings the ball down here. I, I mean, he'll catch the ball here and then bring it down here and go up every time. It is one of the most <laughs> painful things for a guy that, you know, like, if you just add shooting to your game, if you became more consistent with that, your game, it's like wasted motion. You would be so much better. But if you take 11 shots in the, in the, in the quarter, you're like, Wait, what are you doing, man? That's exactly, you, you're not him like that. That's exactly why he's not better is because he but doesn't he shoot also, it consistently enough. You know, he got caught up, though, Jay. So when you get caught up, you you going against LeBron James, so you're getting caught up. You now thought that you was psychologically getting ready to fake him out, but you done faked yourself out by doing what you did the last game. Well, let's So talk now about you put that. this pressure on yourself to a point where now you got to try to prove. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now you out there, you, man, what, what they call it, self-check? Yep. Yeah, yeah you out he, there. Yeah, yeah you're self-checking, man. We, we good. Let him shoot again. You so, know, let him let him shoot again. All right, just move on. Let him go. Oh, well, he's going to miss that let's one. Let's explain go. to people, Key, what happened here, okay? So LeBron said something to Dylan Brooks before this game. And Dylan Brooks is guarding LeBron and looks like he's reaching for the ball but hits LeBron center groin. And LeBron goes down and is demonstrative about the kind of pain he's in. And considering James Harden was ejected the other night, Ejected. There's a flagrant two immediately gone. Dylan Brooks was also hit with a flagrant two. Question is, should he have been suspended? Draymond was suspended. Or is this LeBron setting him up and milking it? Well, it doesn't remember it goes back to it doesn't go it goes back to game three. It goes back to game three, not game I mean, it goes back to game two. Right? Yeah, it goes back to game two. When they had their little confrontation. Yeah, for sure. Originally. Here's Dylan Brooks at the post-game presser talking about um, how the how previous things in these playoffs, not even involving these teams, could have affected the call on him. Listen. I didn't even focus on that. I knew I wasn't going to be, you know, they can't dictate the series like that, you know. Um, and, you know, Mark probably had to call that because of what happened yesterday with, James Harden, and that's just unfair, you know. Um, and I get penalized, and, you know, I can't help my team, you know, try to make a comeback in the second half. I'm about to open it up on this one. So that sound was from yesterday after practice. Dylan Brooks did not speak to the media oh, pardon, pardon, after the game, right. yep. which I think is bogus, and I hate when players do that. Regardless of win or lose, talk to the media. Talk to the media, especially after you gave them the time with your shades on and your huge chain on and you're talking about <laughs> LeBron sucks and he's old. You gave them your time there. Then you got your head busted in. Give them your time after you got your head busted in. That's number one. Number two, like when it, when it comes to this whole thing, like which frustrates me sometimes about Dylan Brooks, it's just <laughs> – and actually, before I even go there, I don't think he should have gotten ejected for that. I, I don't think he should have gotten ejected for that. And that, that's where key, you know, uh, talking to NBA officials over the weekend, and I, I talked to a couple, they, a lot of them were giving me insight to, well, if the action like Joel Embiid, there was a kick, but the kick didn't land on the family jewels. It landed on the thigh. And we're asked to be precise in our job. 
So we have to be precise about where the contact actually occurs. So in their reasoning, they're saying, well, the preciseness of the hit landed on the jewel aspect of LeBron James. Okay. But if you watch the play over, it, don't, it looks as if Dylan Brooks is reaching in with his inside hand as LeBron is shifting angles, right? This is kind of like called a turn drill as you do – you know, when you're in high school or college, you're trying to turn somebody multiple times before they get to half court. So that's where the reach looks like it comes into me. So I actually, for and I get the track record, so I, I understand the reasoning, but that didn't warrant an ejection to me. Agreed. Yeah, that, I don't that, think that, Harden's that, did either. No, that one, that, well, Harden's was a little bit different. It was different not with Harden. It looked like he was It looked like he was trying to punch out the ball and LeBron happened to just slide Change angles. Into, he changed. Yes, and he punched yeah, out he the changed ball. angles. And he punched out he punched out the ball. <laughs> I'm going to be here tomorrow. I don't know about you two. <laughs> You're describing the play. <laughs> you said it. Oh, that hurt on, so bad. Man. Stop. Oh, that hurts. Come on now. What? Anyway, he was Reaching for the basketball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jeez. Come on, man. Got to be, got to be precise. Listen. You know, he was, and you think, Le- well, whether LeBron milked it a little bit, he got Dylan Brooks tossed. Oh, for sure. He come on. It, he, he see. I don't think tossed. he milked. Have y'all, y'all, you've been hit yeah, like uh, that. Who hasn't? Okay. Well, you. <laughs> I regret <laughs> you to inform not. you that have I think you? every. Have you ever? Been, Yes. You know, like in the game, though, like playing, like playing pickup or yeah, okay. yes, in my okay. lifetime, okay. yes. Okay. Right. I, think, I don't, I I don't know he, if he was I faking that. He, it wasn't that he was faking it, selling it, selling it. You know, you yeah. sell it. Yeah, yeah. you you get right. you yeah. get. Uh, it's almost like when you win a championship, right, Jay? You remember at Duke, you won a championship. They pan to you. You squeezed it. Even you, you wanted to cry, the but you were you squeezing it. <laughs> you was just it, to the point. When the camera went away, you did something, and all of a sudden you had more tears. And your eyes were bloodshot red. You, it wasn't that you was faking. You just had to add extra to it. You, it have, was self, like, you have awareness you, enough yeah, to, to like, yeah. you know, You know the whole thing, man. You know how they do it. <laughs> so if Jay win the championship. You know, Dylan Brooks didn't, wasn't done talking yesterday. Wait till you hear what he said about the media, also known as the Kedia in recent years. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Dylan Brooks has made a name for himself. Usually, though, Jay, guys like Dylan Brooks, they game really don't match their mouth, no matter what sport it is. Dudes that just be, like, acting like that, they don't really get down that way. You, you going against... LeBron James, so you getting caught up. You now thought that you was psychologically getting ready to fake him out, but you done faked yourself out by doing what you did the last game. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, <laughs> presented by Progressive Insurance. Don't miss Big George Foreman exclusively in movie theaters this Thursday. Get your tickets now, rated PG-13. Dylan Brooks hit with a flagrant two. Should he have been suspended? We all agree that it's not that LeBron wasn't hit and probably in pain. It's that he milked it. That's what I meant when I said milked it, right? Like, Good. you're in pain, like but now you're going to get what you can out of it. And what he got was Dylan Brooks ejected. Yeah, that's Which, what he should do. Here's Dylan Brooks at the press conference Sunday. Jay, you want him immediately available. I mean, it'd be nice to talk to the media after the game, right? Instead of just walking out. I agree. But here's what he says about the media. People like you, Jay Will, in the media. I think he's talking to you. <laughs> he's talking to me directly. Okay. We're making him out to be the villain. The media making me a villain. The fans making me a villain. And then that just creates a whole different persona on me. So now you think I intended to hit LeBron James in the nuts. I'm playing basketball. I'm a basketball player. So if I intended, and that's whatever the whatever is in the fragrant two um, uh, category of having a fragrant two, and you think I did that, that means you think I'm that type of person, and that's why I don't rate Mark Taylor at all. <laughs> yes, he was graphic. No, but- I'm laughing at LeBron though. The slow fall, the turnover, the head tail, the head over the eyes. I love it though. So getting Jay- kicked out. Key, you heard Dylan Brooks blame the media. It's everybody else's fault. It's everybody else's fault. It's not maybe him. Well, Jay, Key, you know how I I, I work in this industry, but you know how I feel about it during my playing career, man. Sometimes people set a narrative, even though you bring a lot of it on yourself sometimes based on your attitude and some of the things that come out your mouth, but they set a certain precedent narrative about who you are and people kind of follow it, believe it. So I'm not going to say he's completely wrong. I'm really not, but you know, I'm all, I'm all team LeBron on this one. I, I mean, I, I, I get what, what Dylan's trying to trying to say. And I think there are examples key. You and I both have seen where if the media or certain individuals in the media don't like certain people, 
it carries a lot of weight because it creates narratives with people who don't get a chance to do a lot of their homework and they just take it for the grain of salt of what it is. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I think you need to do things to counter those narratives. And I think Dylan leans into those narratives. Like that's a part of his persona that makes him stand out. Like he is the guy that does the dirty work. Dylan Brooks does lead the NBA in technical fouls. Like there are multiple examples of things that he has said post game that make you look at Dylan saying, okay, you do kind of fit that villain like character because your offensive game isn't like that. So you have to do things to muck up the game yeah. to make your name stand out and to make your game go to the next level. So there is an aspect of that but for Dylan Brooks. But there's – and Max and I, we've talked about this, and you too, Jay, just – but we've talked about it off air, whatever the case may be. There's certain words that people use to describe individuals that are hustle faces like Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is a hustle face to me, which means that he doesn't have an offensive game. He just plays everything hustle. He's the guy who – who's going to get in somebody's face, rattle them, have them thinking about them. And people use a certain word. It's almost like, uh, what's my man in Chicago uh, that was with the Clippers and got traded? Uh, little guard, Jay. Pat Bev? Pat, Pat Bev. Bev. Yeah. It's almost like Pat Bev, right? He's, he's, he's got a certain edge to him, and people want to always make it seem like he's the, the villain-type guy. Well, that's just who he is. He can't change that. But then there's certain words that are used when people are talking about you, writing about you, that describe you in a certain way that sticks in people's minds in the media to form an opinion about who you are. And I'm not taking up for Dylan Brooks. I just know, having lived it personally in my own career, how those narratives are shaped just based on how you approach the game in the way you approach it is different than the way people think you should approach the game when they're writing about you. That's just that's just me, though. That's just the I, way I look at it. I got, I got a theory about this. I want to see what you guys think. And I'm not suggesting this is the main thing driving it, but I think it has a huge part of it, and, and people don't realize. When you don't shoot it well, like imagine if Russell Westbrook had a real good outside shot. You would hear hardly, you would hear a little fraction of what you've heard about him throughout his career. Imagine if Dylan Brooks was just stroking it from outside, like he was killing it 42%. Your whole thought, because what you mentioned, Key, is hustle face, right? Like he doesn't really have an offensive game. You don't have to have post moves and all this stuff. If you can just, not just D, but three and D, if you could hit the outside shot, the whole feeling of the kind of player you are is different. The fact that, as you said, Jay, his shot is broken, right, kind of contributes to that because it's like you just get a negative association with the guy, and then you realize, as Key said, that the only thing he can do is get under people's skin and defend and everything, and it it helps make him available. I I think much more of the way people feel about players is based on whether they hit shots or not. I I don't know about that. I mean, Trey Young makes a lot of shots, but, I mean, he's not seen as like Dylan Brooks, but there is that – aspect of it cp3 until lately i mean he was kind of seeing he did a lot of you know we talk about tapping people where you shouldn't tap he's done a lot of with an open hand he's done some closed hand ones yeah, it's but not the only malicious thing. so yeah. like there's aspects he wanted of, a, but he wanted the greatest guards ever played, yeah though. So no I, but but key, I, i'm uh, what narratives have been about some players even though they are considered one of the greatest guards that it has been a little bit of that too. jay's takeaways from the weekend Plus, people want to talk about this, and you're going to get to it 
888-SAY-ESPN. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.